This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 40 of the Healthy Critters Radio on Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we talk with three-time national dressage champion Shannon Peters about a new therapy for horses called the Beamer. In Tigopedia, we talk about protein and top lines. In Critter Nutrition, we focus on cooling foods for horses during the summer. And in Coffee Clatch, we match dog breeds to different music genres. Hey guys. <laughs> I got, What's that, up? That, that, that's code in podcasting speak for I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I actually I was, have something. You do? Yeah, what have you got? Well, I decided that I was going to, that I needed for health reasons to get into teas. Okay. And, you know, in Ayurveda, you have warming foods and cooling foods and neutral foods. And if you are the dry, windy type, which is me, um, so my skin is dry, um, uh, I, I need to add more more warming foods, okay? okay? Even though it's in the summer and it's hot, my body needs more circulation. So one of the things that they recommend are things like ginger and turmeric, and but to take it, you know, in a tea form. Well... I'm not a tea drinker. I mean, I barely drink iced water. tea. <laughs> I was going to say water. <laughs> water is mostly my beverage of choice. So I thought, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be serious. So I went and bought a teapot. <laughs> and it's really cute because it's got dogs all the way around it. <laughs> There's a shock. Yeah. And then I bought a, a BB-8... Um, teapot and cup do you know who bb8 is Mm-mm. from the force awakens it's the little robot the little round the r2d2 in the in the new series yeah oh, it's okay. an orange ball yeah yeah it's a little round it's it, it's wonderful <laughs> now i i found this tea called paromi p-a-r-o-m-i and they make some of the most amazing blends like chocolate and orange turmeric and ginger and it's a green tea and um cinnamon chai and almond coconut so uh, it's become my twice a day ritual and i really i picked this kettle because it whistles i thought well (laughs) i'm gonna get a kettle i wanted to sing And, and there's something about Heating the water, hearing the whistle, pouring it in my little BB-8 teacup, mm-hmm. letting it steep, pouring it in the cup, squeezing the lemon, adding the honey. The, I think it's the ritual of it. And then, you know, you're drinking in this wonderful, warming, aromatic tea. And it just puts me in a great place every time I drink it. So... 
I highly recommend BB-8 teapots and cups. Well, <laughs> I teapots I, and Paromi tea. I feel like I have the same experience when I put this little uh, bird on the end of my. Um, it's a, a wine stopper. <laughs> <laughs> and, when, and when you pour it out, it makes a chirping noise. True story. And I feel the same way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, it's actually kind of cute. Probably not the same thing, but I was just trying to relate. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, can you relate? <laughs> um, I think that's adorable. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a multitasker. I love a multitasker, especially in the kitchen. So when I need, when I make tea, I like brewed tea. I don't, I don't particularly care for instant teas of any sort. So I just take the tea bags and I cut the top off and pour the tea into my coffee, my automatic drip coffee pot. And that's Mm. how I make tea. Oh, that's smart. Didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Works good. You can do do whatever you want. Now I I use extra tea bags and I also like really strong tea. So I usually use two tea bags for every like mug. Yeah. Ah. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. I want the I want the spoon to stand up in the middle of the tea. Apparently, you do. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't drink that much tea. I mean, I do sometimes in the winter. But, but you don't. Do you do black tea, green tea, white tea, herbal I tea? I do green and, and the yeah. like. The chai is a black tea, and yep. it is delicious. Now, do you use regular chai without the without the sweetener? It's properly brewed chai tea. I think so. It, but you <laughs> use use a tea bag versus. Some powdery stuff. Yeah, it's a yeah. tea bag. It's with cinnamon chai, black tea. Yeah, I get. It was it's? I think it's Twinings chai that I've that I like the best. Mm. I just had some of that the other day. And, oh, I got hooked on that stuff because we used to get the chai tea at uh, Starbucks back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I shied away from it partly because it cost twelve dollars for a cup, but also because yeah. it does. It was delicious and probably had five pounds of sugar in it. So I shied yeah. away from it, and then I discovered you could get it in a little tea bag, and it doesn't need the it doesn't need the sweetener or the milk. It's just delicious the way it is. Mm. Yeah, I don't add milk to the tea; just no. uh, lemon and honey. <laughs> the funny stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But when I was a little kid, my mom and her friends would sit around and and they'd have coffee clatches, except they drank tea. That was the thing. Mm. And huh. in, the, in the winter time, it was hot tea. And I, I used to think it was really cool as a little kid that I could sit around and join in the coffee clatch, right? Sit and listen oh, to the yeah. ladies talk, yeah. So I came in one time and I, th- I wanted to participate. So I convinced my mom that I should have tea as well. And <laughs> I didn't realize that you should not put both lemon and milk in the same cup of tea. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, yeah, you don't it, it, it curdles it, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It makes lumps. It'll... It's gross. Good to yeah. know. It was gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> that's so, so funny. There you go. Note to self. Lemon, yeah, note to self. Lemon, yeah. yeah. One way one thing. way to do that. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. So, some things some things are best left separate. <laughs> that's true. More well, you know the better. interesting thing is drinking something hot when it is hot actually is kind of cooling. I, you know, it's so funny you say that. I had a science teacher that told me when I was in the eighth grade that if you're hot in the summer, you should drink something hot to cool your body off and vice versa. And I, you know, I, I never obviously did it, but I, I wonder if there is some truth to that. Well, think about all the chilies and hot habaneros and stuff people eat south of the border. 
Yeah. I don't I don't yeah. think that's for cooling off. I think that's to to cover up the flavor of rotten food products from the heat and lack of refrigeration <laughs> in in the 17th century, I think is where that came from. <laughs> and I like spicy food, so you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was told the same thing as a kid, in hot anyway. countries though. Yeah. I was told the same India. thing as a kid. Yeah. Oh, you should drink some hot tea. It'll cool you off. I I live in Ocala all year round. It's bunk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it doesn't make me hotter. I mean, that's no, the I, interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, so I, I, I highly recommend tea drinking. If you haven't taken it up, try it and get a BB-8 <laughs> teapot. Tea well, it'll just make you chuckle. There you go. Well, now that will, I would like to actually see a picture of that on our Facebook page. Yes, I would. Uh, maybe just a little, uh, you can do one of your filter uh, pictures, Tigger, of your tea and your cup. Oh, I have a question, Tigger, relevant to our show, the Healthy Critters radio show. Are Do animals benefit from any types of tea? Do we know? Not that I know of. That would be interesting to, to research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be a lot of caffeine. Well, like yeah. white tea doesn't. Green tea, apparently the caffeine's different than regular caffeine. Herbal teas are have no actual tea in them. So it would be interesting because like we used to, we used to um, make what they call hay tea where you take hot water. Uh-huh. In the old days it was boiling water and you pour it over the hay and then you let it steep and then uh-huh. you give it to the horse to drink. So, cause isn't tea huh. in its most basic form tea is just a plant that has been steeped it in hot been water. Steeped in water. Yeah. So I guess I've answered my own question. Tea can be good for a horse if you make it out of, <laughs> You just that. wanted an opportunity to tell to or something. <laughs> I, I was just curious. I thought, well, wow, there's so many health benefits for people. Well I don't done. know about horses and dogs well and cats done. and chickens. Yep. Okay. I thought that was well done. Yeah. Nice segue. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, let me teach you something, Tigger. <laughs> and Always I think up for learning. That's right. And and what a great uh, um, a great episode to do it because this is our 40th episode. Ta-da. It is. Ding, 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 yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. In, insert cheering file. <laughs> yeah, insert cheering file. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day, Tigger, we, we can remember, uh, re- rehash what it was like doing the very first episode when uh, Glenn, was, Glenn was like, what have I gotten myself into? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just give this to my wife. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> well, let's get on with the show. Let's do it. We're here with Shannon Peters, who's one of my favorite people on the planet, and she is she's introduced me to a form of therapy called the beamer and i have several friends that actually use the beamer on themselves so i've been exposed to it um sort of in the human realm but when shannon mm-hmm. started getting involved on the equine end I really wanted to know more, so I'm I'm really thrilled that Shannon, you're on Healthy Critters. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Well, I'm I'm more than happy to tell you about it. I, I honestly, um, it's been quite life changing for me. I have to say, and I was not a big believer when I first tried it, and I thought it was just going to be a regular, you know, PEMS pulse magnetic type of therapy like everything else that we've tried, and. Um, I tried it for three days on myself and I have had, um, chronic knee problems for five years and, you know, to the can't walk downstairs, can't walk down a hill, 
um, couldn't jog if my life depended on it. And I've had a lot of therapy done on my knees, a stem cell done and PRP and my mom's wow. physical therapist. Mm. Yeah. I've had a lot done besides knee replacement, which was, um, I've been told my only, uh, my only thing I can do at this point is knee replacement on both knees. Me too. And oh, wow. my, yeah, my mom's physical therapist told me last June when I first got the stem cell, you have to look into a Beamer. And I kind of waved it off and said, I'm getting stem cell. It's going to be great. Well, it was great for six months and then it, it, you know, it, it did its thing and that's all it could do. And my knees went back to their normal crippled self. So, uh, I had PRP done in January and had a terrible joint flare. Oh, the PRP is, was crippled and on crutches for a week. Oh, that's horrible. And my mom's PT once again said, um, hello, could you send <laughs> <laughs> to the Beamer? So I was sitting with my leg up on or both knees up on ice and looking on the internet and uh, had one of the local distributors come over and do a demo. And I hobbled to the door. Uh, you know, it, it took me a while to get there. My knees were both still quite swollen, the one worse than the other. And he came in and I had a 16 minute treatment, which is kind of a, a midline. There's eight, 16 and 20 minutes on it. And it was kind of a midline treatment. And I stood up and I could walk. Whoa. Whoa. And I, Are you serious? I, I know. I thought, to, yeah, I thought to myself, you've got to be kidding me. This is, this has to be a fluke. I, I don't, <laughs> you yeah. don't feel, you don't feel anything. And I, you know, the most I've ever felt with it is a, a tiny bit of heat. And from what I understand, um, if you have a very inflamed joint or a very in, inflamed soft tissues, it, you'll feel the increase in blood flow, which is what the Beamer does. Mm-hmm. And that's all I felt. There was no, you know, um, strong pulse. There was no extreme heat. There was, any, you know, and I thought, oh my gosh, this, how could this possibly work? <laughs> so I, the, um, the main distributor in this area has a, a little booth set up at our local, local farmer's market. And the distributor said, Hey, why don't you go see Michael on tomorrow and get another treatment? See what you think. And I said, okay. Um, <coughs> my knees felt great till about nine o'clock that night. And I thought, God, that's the weirdest thing. So yeah. I woke up in the morning and they, they were a little creaky again and they still felt pretty good, but you know, felt I could feel them a little bit. So I went and had another 16-minute treatment, and same thing. Stood up, walked, did, you know, the inflammation was gone on my knees, the fluid was gone on my knees, and I thought, come on. That's crazy. It's crazy. So he said, why don't I bring it out to your farm tomorrow, and I'll also bring the horse version. And I said, horse version? What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. So they had just uh, just came out in January of this year, and Linda Tellington Jones uh, spent a year devising this blanket, which is very easy to use. It's very lightweight. It's small. Um, there's a, a lot of time she put into. She used to put the human mat on the horses, and huh. she's used it for about yeah. 20 years. And she finally came up with this and, and talked Beamer into making one for the horses. And she spent a long time putting it together. So it was very easy to use. It was lightweight and cool for the horses and et cetera. So he brought out the human one. So I got on that myself for another 16 minutes and he put the one on my horse that's at the same time. 
So I said, okay, well, this would be a good test. You know, I know for me um, what it's done for my knees and, and I've been for, I would say for probably 20 years after I ride, you know, two or three horses and I teach a lesson and then ride again, I'm pretty stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm the most elastic person in the world anyhow, but I, you know, especially the last 10 years, I get really stiff by the end of the day. So that was another thing I noticed, not only on Monday when he brought it throughout the morning, I didn't get stiff at all. Wow. I'd get on and off horses and I thought, oh, that's weird. I'm, you know, this is different for me. So I thought, and you know, Tig, Disco is a, um, he's quite a special yes. little guy of mine. Yes. He's mm-hmm. super sensitive. He's super hot. He's super short backed. He's never been a horse that stretched much in his life. I, you know, I, he just doesn't, his, his back barely fits the saddle. It's so short. Mm-hmm. So it was a Monday and he's usually, you know, pretty hot on Mondays and, 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 you know, he's, he's full of himself. So we took the blanket off. He did a 16 minute treatment on him as well and packed him up, put the saddle on, walked out from the barn from the cross ties and he walked with his head on the ground. And I turned and looked at Michael and I said, come on, <laughs> this horse has never walked with his head on the ground in his life. Long as I've had him, especially on a Monday morning when it's cold, there's no way. So wow. I walked out to our big, we have a big jump ring, it's like a, a 150 by 300 foot jump ring. And I, I brought him out there and I said, well, this would be a good test because this is where he's the hottest. Went, walked for a moment, you know, a couple, couple minutes. Closed my leg to trot. He stretched his head down to the end of the buckle to the dirt and had Whoa. the most swinging, wow. soft top line the horse has ever had in his life. I trotted around, and everyone that was in the arena with me who knows the horse and has known the horse since he was three years old, was like, what is that? What is going on? Well, what? what the- <laughs> that horse has wow. never done that in his life. And he has been since then. And I took him to Delmar National, too, which is a Super for this horse, a, a, a very difficult horse show for him to go to. He has been so relaxed and calm and focused and loose ever since I've had this, which is going on three months now. I cannot believe it. Wow! And we've we've got probably five of them in the in the barn now that clients oh, wow. have bought because the same thing. And it, you know, some horses you get a a good response. You say the back is looser, the neck is looser. In some, it is night and day. Horses that have had maybe, um, you know, some issues in the back over time or um, carry tension in their backs um, that don't maybe connect well to the bridle, that it, it can be life-changing for some of them. And it, for my own horse example, huge. Absolutely That's huge. cool. Now, are you still doing it for you? Oh, yes. I bought both of them the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I do it twice a day, and it is an eight-minute uh, therapy treatment twice a day. Um, and then there's a, a couple little uh, secondary pieces that come with it, and, and you can use it on your back, your neck, your knee, wherever you need to. And I, um, like if I play tennis, and I've been playing tennis again, which is incredible for my knees, and if Sounds I play like a hard it, yeah. match... I'll come home and I'll put just the wrap on my knees for 16 minutes and it'll take the, any inflammation, fluid, anything out of my knees. Wow. And I, I don't have, 
any of the discomfort or swelling or anything I've had for five years. And, and it, I've had it every day, 365 for five years up wow. until three months ago. And I have none, absolutely none. Wow. Now, do, doesn't the Beamer have like a, it looks like a sleeping pad or a. It's that's the pad. You lie on that pad eight minutes, twice a day. And that's the general wellness pad basically. Okay. And it's got, it's got PEMF coils in it, which is what is the carrier for their particular signal. And that's a patented signal. It's different than anything else on the market. And that is what is the, the basic premise of this unit. It's the general, what creates the general blood flow in your body. And it works okay. on the microcirculatory system, which is over 70% of your circulation in your body. Mm-hmm. So now, have you put in, Stefan on this? I have, I have. And he was a little, I shouldn't say a little, he was more skeptical than I was <laughs> when I got it. And he's, you know, same as me at, at 52, 53. He's, he can get a little stiff and a little sore in his back when he rides a lot. And it's been, you know, he'll, he'll get out eight minutes or 16 at the most he'll do sometimes. And he'll stand up and I'll say, what? I, I just don't even understand. How can, mm-hmm. that, how can that be possible? And, uh, you know, I have, in three months, I've had it uh, unbelievable sleep. Um, it is, it works on a parasympathetic nervous system as well, which is why it helps mm-hmm. the horses so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, everything is, I mean, you feel like you've done yoga and meditation every day when you get off of it. It is wow. so relaxing mm-hmm. and you think so much more clearly with the increase in blood flow. Oh, wow. um, of course, all of the metabolic waste in your body that gets built up over the years and certainly with injuries and illnesses. Uh-huh. And it, um, so it's, it's not only increasing circulation, but it's increasing the ability for your body to get rid of the metabolic waste. So, I, I mean, I, do, I, I, I know we're horse people, so we talk about poop a lot, but yep. do you notice that, that there is more elimination with both the horses and the humans? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. And you can use the, the horse one comes with uh, a second unit, which you can uh, strap on a leg. You can put on the neck, upper, um, higher up on the neck by C2, C3, somewhere in that area. Hmm. Um, anywhere, really. Um, and it, it, interestingly, I had a horse that had a chronic, years and years and years, an annual ligament strain that, you know, of course, the fatlock gets quite big. And yeah. once that usually happens, there's not much you can do about it besides surgery. And that doesn't usually even fix it either. Mm-hmm. And I put just the single unit on his leg for three days. By the third day, it was completely tight. <gasps> and oh, my gosh. It has, and I quit using it. I thought, well, I'm going to do it. If it's tight, I'm going to leave it alone and see if it comes back. And it's, it was a month ago and it hasn't come back yet. <gasps> wow. Now, have you tried it for feet? Horses' feet? Yeah. I haven't, the general, I can say that my horses that I've had it on have definitely grown more foot for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but because in that way, it's a general blood flow, it increases mm-hmm. general blood flow. So it's increasing it to the feet as well. Wow. So if, if our listeners were interested in, I, I know I can, I can read Patty's mind. I know yeah. she and I are thinking the same thing. Yeah, okay. Where do we get one? Um, I actually am a distributor for them. Oh, now isn't that isn't I, that helpful? <laughs> yeah, Good. I honestly, and I don't. I mean, I've I don't I think I've ever been a distributor for anybody in my life. But I 
could not believe really in myself and in my horses how much this changed for myself, my own, you know, daily well-being after years of being, you know, having all sorts of discomfort as, you know, as a horse trainer that you have over the years of riding. Yeah. Um, but then when, you know, I put it on the horses and I had so many people like, oh, my gosh, how do I get one? And mm-hmm. the distributor said, well, if you, you know, you can be a distributor, that's fine. If you've got that many people that want to buy them. And I said, absolutely. Right. I will do it. Yeah, it, it's a, I have to say it, it's a shocking and I still three months later that I've been using it. I, every day I wake up, I'm still amazed. Have you tried that's it on dogs? Case. I use it on Betty, our Labradoodle. Oh, who I'm. Unfortunately, as, as um, a Tigger, I'm sure you know, they're finding more and more with dogs that are um, fixed or neutered yeah. um, before their first heat cycle. She has so much arthritis. Oh. And we've, we've had stem cell down in her hips twice already. And her hips are actually pretty good, but she's also got it in her spine and in her elbows. Mm. And uh, she, I, ha- I, if I, I have a dog that's got dysplasia in an elbow. Mm. And, and stem cell didn't up, do anything. Oh, nothing. Yeah, we're lucky with her. The first stem cell did pretty, I would say, pretty well because she couldn't even really get up at that point. Oh, wow. Um, and then we, we had to have it done a year later again, which has been almost a year now since the second time. And she's been pretty darn good since then. But I pick up, there's a, um, a pad, which is what you can use on your knees or your back or your shoulders or whatever you need that comes with the beamer. If I pick it up, She'll walk over and lie down next to me. <laughs> wow. Put, put it on me. Yes. And they are actually coming out with um, a pet version this fall. And it's going to be, a, you know, a smaller version of the human mat, basically. Wow. So that you can just plug it into your unit and, and put your, you know, cat, dog, whatever you have on it. Wow. That is fascinating. So, um, since Patty and I would like to get one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. and for all our listeners, is the best thing to do is to go to your website and email you? Um, yes, I think that's probably the easiest thing to do. Um, I can, um, we, we have please. your, um, website, uh, on our, um, when we release this episode, your website oh, okay, will be on there for people to access. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, great. Yeah, that's easy. Perfect. Okay. So, so I just want to make sure that's, well. that's the best way for somebody to contact yeah. you. Yeah. And my phone number's on there as well. I can certainly call or text or email either one. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. It is now time for one of my favorite segments on the show, Tigopedia, where Tigger takes her encyclopedic knowledge of things, nutrition, and adds a, adds a couple of extra pages. And we kind of had a have a little bit of a special guest with us here today. Hannah is here, and she's got a very serious and important question about one of the horses that she has. And um, she's going to ask Tig, Tig, Tigger, the Tigopedia, to solve the problem for her. So, uh, Hannah, go for it. So I have a horse right now that I'm trying to build some top line on, but he's a fairly easy keeper. So we're trying to figure out how to uh, build his top line without making him fatter, basically. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the first place that I would start, obviously, is with the food. Um, alfalfa is a complete protein. Um, I like the pellets of the cubes over the hay. The hay is 26% protein, which for some horses is a little bit too much protein for, for them to metabolize. So 15% protein for me is a really good amount to build top line for most horses. So I would increase alfalfa pellets or alfalfa cubes. You can feed Timothy. Um, it's a lot less protein. It's somewhere between 10 and 11%. But both food choices offer the branch chain amino acids. Those are the building blocks of muscle. Um, one of the best and high sources of protein in the food category is coconut meal. It is 20% protein. Now, it does have fat in it, 10% fat, but coconut oil is a medium chain fat. So it's not readily stored by the body like a soy oil or a vegetable oil. Those are all long chain fats. And it the body uses a medium chain triglyceride to fuel muscle and organ energy. So you can increase coconut meal um, without worrying that it's going to make your horse too heavy, especially a horse that's already in, you know, this is an FEI horse. So he's in, he's in hard work. So I would go the food route first and I would give it, you know, a good 30 days. If you don't see enough improvement, then I would go to a supplement. And, you know, really the best, in my opinion, the best sources for um, building top line in a supplement is undenatured whey protein. It's a complete protein. It's um, very bioavailable. Uh, egg protein, hemp protein, those are kind of my top three protein sources for building top line. And, you know, you don't want... Um, you don't want a lot of other isolated amino acids. It's 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 an area that I, I'm I really feel strongly about. When you isolate an amino acid and you make it in laboratory and then you stick it into a formula, it's out of balance. It's out of the matrix of of food. So uh, you know, look for supplements that are offering the branch chain amino acids and all the essential proteins in, in the whole food form. And you know, what you, could, <laughs> you know what you could do with um, Stu is, how many times a day is he fed? Um, we just started feeding him lunch again because he was getting, um, when, so now three. Um, he had to, go to be decreased. You would, would go, go to four? four. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you can cut the size down over four meals. He's but eating air right now. <laughs> so the idea of the four small meals. Okay. Um, concentrate on the protein. Okay. Make that the volume. Thanks, Tiggy. You're welcome, Hannah. So we're in Critter Nutrition, and today we're going to talk about cooling foods. Um, you know, it's summertime, and keeping horses cool requires stall fans and electrolytes and mineral salt blocks and lots of water. But 
Do you, did you know that there are foods that can actually help a horse's body cool down? In the science of Eastern medicine, foods are divided into three groups, warming, heating, cooling, and neutral. By adding appropriate cooling foods to your horse's diet, you can help reduce the internal heat. According to Ayurvedic medicine, too much heat can cause an increase in stomach acid production, which then produces more fire in the GI tract, as well as dehydration and metabol me metabolism imbalance. The good news is that we can support the cooling of the body with specific foods that reduce heat. Cooling foods are also beneficial if your horse spikes a temperature from a virus or is fighting an infection from a wound or injury. Basic cooling foods for horses include apples that are sweet, not sour, coconut, mangoes, sweet oranges, watermelon, cabbage, celery, cucumber, dandelion, fennel, kale, pumpkin, summer squash, winter squash, zucchini, milk, yogurt, chia seeds, parsley, sunflower seeds, barley, and oat bran. If your horse is an easy keeper or metabolic, focus on foods like cucumber, celery, fennel, kale, summer squash, parsley, and zucchini. You can give a few slices of sweet apples. How about salt? Himalayan salt, sea salt, and Hawaiian lava salts are considered neutral. Table salt is heating. So if you are feeding Morton's iodized salt, you are increasing the heat. Keeping riders cool. Horses aren't the only one that benefit from cooling foods. Riders do too. I discovered a wonderful Ayurvedic recipe for dehydration and depletion. Take four cups of filtered water or well water. Do not use city water if it's unfiltered. Juice of a half a lime, 10 to 15 fresh mint leaves, one to two teaspoons of maple syrup, and a pinch of Himalayan salt or sea salt. Fill a quart-sized glass jar with the water. Make sure the water is at room temperature. Add the lime juice, maple syrup, and salt. Cut up the mint in small pieces and add to the mixture. Let steep for 15 to 20 minutes. Cover the jar and sh shake several times. Strain the leaves and serve. This will last in refrigeration for five days. Feeding cooling foods to your horse. If you are time-pressed like I am, you're not always able to cut vegetables and fruits and add them to the horse's feed buckets. So I put together some cooling foods in a formula called Cool Star EQ. Cool Star EQ is a blend of dried and dehydrated foods, cucumber, butternut squash, organic mango, organic fennel seeds, organic parsley, organic sunflower seeds, organic coconut, chia seeds, and Hawaiian black lava salt. I added the cooling GI tract support of Bioflora, which provides micro-encapsulated strains of lactobacillus and bifidus from milk. 100 billion CFUs, that's colony-forming units, of active live probiotics per serving. Hawaiian black lava salt has the added benefit of being blended with charcoal from coconut shells. Activated charcoal from coconut has been part of Ayurvedic healing for thousands of years. It is a detoxifier and alkalizer. How to use Cool Star? Cool Star does not replace electrolytes for horses in training.
CoolStar complements electrolytes while also providing key cooling foods that help reduce dehydration, assist in metabolic balance, and support the healthy colonies of microorganisms in the gut. CoolStar can be given as needed regularly or just on an extra hot and or humid day. If your horse is only in light work or is in not work at all, CoolStar in the morning helps keep him cool. If your horse is in work, give CoolStar after the training session to help bring down body temperature and reduce recovery time. My horses get wet feed, so I just put a scoop of CoolStar in their buckets with their alfalfa pellets and renew gold, chia seeds, optimum, and add water. CoolStar hydrates within seconds. If you cannot feed a wet feed, CoolStar can be given dry. The best thing about the summer for horses is we want them to sweat, but we also want them to stay cool. And feeding cooling foods will help their body do that. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, BiostarUS. You can find them online at BiostarUS.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter. Cuddle your cows. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon. Gyrate with your giraffe. Meditate with a meerkat. Uber with your orangutan. Facebook with your flamingo. Ponder with your panda. Walk with your wookie. Yawn with your yak. Twitter with your toucan. Go raining with your reindeer. Dropbox your dragon. (laughs) 